Today, I am going to talk about that you are not your work. Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Now, this is something that I've observed over the years, particularly playing sports, about identity, that we often identify ourselves as our work. And I see this in sports, see it all the time. People that play sports, you know, we want to play at the highest level, you know, the the elite group, and they tend to gravitate towards other athletes who are really good. You know, we build friendships with people who are good at what they do. We just gravitate towards them. And and of course, it's worth doing because if you surround yourself with high performers, high achievers, then it raises your game. You know, it's the, the adage of, you know, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So if you want to play at the highest level, whether that's in sports or business, it makes sense to surround yourself with good people. But often what happens, the downside of that is that we identify ourselves with what we're good at, what we do, and we identify with others by what they do and what they are good at. We don't truly get to know who that person is. And often we don't get to know who we are. We can spend a whole lifetime, a whole career, not really truly understanding who we are. And that can lead to overwhelm. It can lead to burnout. It can lead to a lack of identity, a crisis, because we see it in sports all the time. As soon as that career ends, when the game is over, I mean, literally even in the season, when the game is over, who are they after the game? That shift. We see it in comedians, the comedian that is just getting loads of laughter because they are the comedian and they love it. And that's that feeling of that audience just giving so much instant gratification is very powerful. But when you leave that situation, the identity drops and the comedian will ask, who are they? So anybody that's in that entertainment world will feel that experience. And that's why we see a lot of depression in comedians. We see a lot of depression in athletes and in CEOs who either retire, exit, or act as a CEO in their business, but they don't know who they are when they're with their families. Who are they? So it's really important that we start to identify with who we are. We go deeper into ourselves. And look, I've wanted to play sports at the highest level. I've always wanted to play at the highest level. I wanted to want to work at the highest level. But I've had to do some serious soul searching to understand who I am, to peel all those layers off, that facade, that bravado, the ego that I would potentially be projecting to the world because, hey, I'm the coach. I'm the hockey player. I'm the Team GB coach. I'm this, I'm that. But I'm not. I'm Andrew, right? And nothing more, nothing less. And I try and teach that to my children. I don't want them to think that their identity is how well they do their chores or how well they do their homework or whatever career they choose. I don't want that to be their identity. I want them to be absolutely confident in their skin and who they believe they are to represent themselves in the best possible way and not to judge others, not to judge others by what they perceive. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Do you judge yourself based on what you do or who you are? You know, so it's that what you are versus who you are and going deep into that 
so that you truly understand the relationship that you have with yourself and the relationship with others. And when we do that, then we become authentic. And by the way, authentic in the moment. So there's a brilliant book by Todd Herman, The Alter Ego. And he says, being authentic isn't necessarily true. The, the athlete that goes on the, the NFL field, as he put it, is not the same person that goes home and spends time with his family. But it's that ability to shift from one to the other rather than feeling lost when we, are, we only just have one identity. So he, he debunks the myth that we just have this authentic, true self. Yes, of course, we want to go deep into ourselves, but we also have to show up in a certain way with our friends and not be that, that person. You know, we see it in other people. They grew up being the clown. You know, they want to be the clown amongst their friends. But then what happens when we start to mature and develop or, or try and get a little bit serious? All of a sudden people go, hang on a minute, who are you now? You know, so we've got to make sure that we're not putting this pretend version on of ourselves. And that requires a high level of self-awareness. And I say this is one of the three key things I see in real hyperachievers. One is clear purpose. One is having high self-awareness. And the third one is your ability to manage your thoughts under pressure. But that self-awareness, if you start with that self-awareness, going all in on who you are, then you build true relationship with yourself, but also others. So remember, you are not your work. You are much, much more than that. Let me know if you're picking up the replay on this on LinkedIn or Facebook, or you're watching it live. Let me know if you're liking what I put out, then give me a like. It helps. It helps share the message with other people. If you think this is useful stuff and other people would benefit from hearing it, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to iTunes. So if you want to pick this up, if you're watching it live, pick up the the iTunes replay, you can catch and you catch all my interviews as well with, with high achievers where I go deeper into this stuff. It's really, really useful. I have got some questions and insights from our viewers. So I always, every day at the end of the show is one of my favorite parts is that I will share insights and questions from other business leaders who have either grown businesses, scaled businesses, experienced burnout, avoided burnout, seen it, lived it, breathed it. I get some great questions from people. So first one is a question from Donovan Martinez, a, a good, he was a, a guy I met in New York, brilliant guy. I'm connected on, on LinkedIn. We've connected and we've worked together and he's actually transitioning into a different role where he can avoid some of the burnout that was existing in, in some other, other roles. And so for him in the industry, the recruitment industry that he's in, how do you balance keeping personal productivity up while remaining accountable for a high-performing team. It's a tricky tightrope to walk, so curious to hear your advice. What a brilliant question. Now, how do you manage your own productivity, keeping it high, but also the pressure from the team? Well, a lot of that comes down to leadership. So whoever's managing and creating that team, it's really important. If you are a leader and you're building a high-performing team, what does high-performing look like for you? What are the behaviors? What are the values? What is the direction? you're going in. You know, in sports, it's really easy. You go for gold or you go for the win. You want to win the season or maybe you want to make the top four. Whatever it is, you have absolute clarity as to what you're working towards. And then it's really important that we agree boundaries. We agree the behaviors that will get us there, but also acknowledge the ones that would hinder us getting there and agree that with the team. Big believer, you know, I've talked about ask, don't tell. It's a brilliant way to get the whole team engaged, energized, thinking creatively adding value, not being just directed and saying, this is the benchmark and you have to meet it. Otherwise you failed. 
which you often see in a, in a directive culture. It doesn't work in the long term. So for me, Donovan, I think what you're saying is important. I think we have to take our own accountability and understand. And it sounds like you've already taken accountability by making some change happen. But secondly, leadership plays a huge role in agreeing what the behaviors are that are above the line that will get us there and what's below the line. And really then the team holding each other accountable against that. And also competency. Where do we need to be? If we want to win gold, where are we now with competency? Where are the gaps? What do we need to develop? And make sure that everyone's got a development plan to be able to do that. And that's energizing. I've never seen anyone get burnt out by improving their development, right? So that's an important one. And that's how you scale. That's how you scale a business by getting your core leadership group together, getting everyone to understand and the mission, the vision, then you can scale. Otherwise, people will become a bottleneck. So thank you, Donovan, for that. Dylan Thomas Daniels asked a question. What's the difference between what is perceived as stress or burnout? What causes burnout and its consequences? How can you avoid burnout? Quite a few questions there. So the first one is, what is the difference between burnout and stress? Stress is, in some ways, is an energy. We need a bit of stress. We need a bit of tension. We need to get outside of our comfort zone and operate in there. So imagine three concentric, concentric, concentric circles. First one is comfort. Second one is stretch. And the next one is panic. If you're operating in stretch and you feel energized and you're learning, that bit of stress, that bit of tension is healthy because we're growing, we're developing. We can always go back to our comfort zone, better, stronger, faster, etc. But if we're operating in panic, if we're in fight, flight consistently, you know, the brain is having to respond to the stimuli daily, the stress of the boss, the stress of the work, the stress of being working late when you don't want to be home with your family. If we're doing that consistently, that's when the burnout occurs because we're just operating in that panic zone for too long. So it's about being guilt-free and going back to your comfort zone and knowing that you are better version than you were 90 days. That's why in the mastermind, the four keys mastermind, we work at 90 day sprints because we'll stretch ourselves, put ourselves in stretch for a period of time in our business, body, relationships and mindset. And then we will come back knowing that we've developed. We've kind of, it's like tearing the muscle and we've got stronger. We've leveled up in our leadership. We've leveled up in our ability to understand how we're going to grow the business, all those good things. And then we come back. So it's a really good question. And what causes burnout? I've said that the consequences, you know, burnout isn't something you sleep off stress. You can sleep it off. You know, you're tired. You've, you know, we're working hard, take some time out, take a day off. Burnout's a different thing. You know, I, I talk about it being the punch in the face you don't see coming. So really important that we do that. And what can you do to avoid burnout? I'm running a workshop next week. It's free. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one hour, 10 a.m. GMT. You meet us. We've got a whole group of people going through this program. We're going to look at your vision. We're going to look at your 90 day reset. We're going to look at behaviors that could be getting in the way. Join us on the workshop and we'll work through this. And we're going to be sharing some really good tips on how to avoid burnout so you can scale your business with confidence. And then I've got uh, a couple of insights here. Amber Goff, she says, in difficult times, and really in all times, I think it is important to stay healthy through exercise, healthy eating, good sleep, mindfulness, and with strong foundation, we are able to take on more stress. And she asked me what my thoughts are. Yeah, I think you can take on more stress. I think you can take it on. You can layer it up as long as you're in that stretch and not panic, fight, flight stuff, because that will affect the nervous system. And the more we're hitting the nervous system, you know, the adrenal glands are taking a hit. Everything's taking a hit. We get fatigued can end up in chronic fatigue. But having some balance around eating well, cutting out alcohol for a period of time, exercising, but not over-exercising. People overtrain. 
You know, this is one of the biggest problems with high achievers. They say it's not exercise and they're all in. They're just all in or nothing. And so we've got to find that balance. And then Paul Wakeman, nice short one from him. His advice is have a clear goal for what you want and what you want to achieve. And that will help, he believes, avoid burnout. And I think absolutely. And I would go a step further, have a clear goal in your business, but have a clear goal in your body, your relationships and your mindset. Hit those four keys daily and then you will be very, very, very healthy mentally and physically. So I hope that was useful. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the insights. As I said, I'm running a workshop next week. Go to fourkeysworkshop.com. Sign up. It's free. Join us. We're going to have an amazing time getting creative about our vision, our 90-day game plans, and our legacy, the behaviors that are getting in our way and to change those. We've got a brilliant group of coaches coming on board and mentors joining us. Come along, join us, get your vision sorted. Go to fourkeysworkshop.com, sign up. It's completely free. I'd love to see you there. Uh, So stay well, and I hope that was useful for you, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com. 